I'm 97. Oh, I thought that was Justin. Well. Justin's the old one. That's fair. Brian's just not in touch with the youth. I'm actually old. I feel like I'm like, in some regards, I'm pretty hip. But probably by saying I'm pretty hip. Because you have long hair? Hip. Uh, no. That's just for me. I got that 2010 haircut. What haircut? Hey. everyone and welcome back to can we save the cat it's been a while since we've been able to say that we went on a brief hiatus gearing up for season two but before we do that we've got a few extra bonus episodes for you Uh, as always i am brian hayes writer and actor i'm danny hanks writer and director and joining us in the writer's room this week we have Somebody I've never heard of before, Justin Ujani. How do how do you how do you say that? Uh, it's Eugene, like the character from Hey Arnold. Don't be an asshole. There's a character from Hey Arnold named Eugene. Uh, he has the classic uh, can that's open haircut. Oh, oh his best wait, friend. I remember this guy, Eugene. Red oh hair. wait, no, that's not who I thought. Can who's an open haircut? Who's his best friend? Uh, no one. No. Skeeter. No, no. Come on, man. Come on, um, man. Come on, man. He's the. He's got like the like super high throw. <laughs> he's got like stuff, guys. He's got like stuff. Oh my god. Come oh, on. Oh my god. Uh, the uh, redheaded guy also has a fro. It's just shaped like an open can. Okay, I am looking this up. I know who you're talking about now. Gerald is who I was thinking of. Because you said a can, and Gerald's got, like, the super tall fro. Well, this guy has a super tall okay, fro. Okay, with... that does not look like an open can. No, it does. I see what that's how was talking about. That's how it was about. driven. It was drawn that way in the cartoon. Danny, it looks like a can. It looks like like a you, you did. It's an op- the lid is open at the yeah. top. Yeah, it looks like you opened 90% of the can and left the other 10% just, like, on so it sticks straight up like a can of baked beans that's how they drew his hair it looks like he has like a unicorn horn have you never had baked beans like out of a can i have had baked beans out of a can yes but if you tell me this guy has a haircut that looks like an open okay so if you opened up that can what would you expect it to look like okay that's what the draw the people that drew it the illustrators that's what they said okay that was their quote oh 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 okay i remember what he looks like from the bad episode what, like, do you mean, mean a not good episode, or no, mean... no? Like Eugene goes called... bad. Like he gets like a he gets like a curly cue in the in the middle of his face, and he's like smoking a cigar or whatever. Or no, he has like a toothpick in his mouth. Eugene and a, and a leather jacket. Yes, I remember that guy. My God, God Eugene, right calm down. Like, sounds like a true bro. Oh my goodness, Eugene's gone off the rails. Welcome to uh, the rewatch podcast of Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to? We can just do that instead. Or we do PTS, I mean, hey. behind the scenes uh, information about Hey Arnold. <laughs> you know, Justin, my pitch today was actually partly inspired by you. 
I had no idea you were going to be on this episode. So like I, my partner helped me come up with this pitch and then I as, as took the it a step As the producer of the show, further. you didn't know who was coming on your podcast? Well, listen, we had some cancellations and you being the amazing Ujine that you are stepped in for us. You know what was weird the other day? Can we, can we pause and ask like, Danny, are you an actual rat? Like you're eating carrots and now crackers. Like what is this? Are you and trying to say humans like don't eat those things? That's the biggest cracker I think I've ever seen. Oh, I thought it was a biscuit. They're little. Um... No, they're not little. They're bigger than your hand. If you were to make a fist, that thing is bigger than it. Well, let's be honest. Danny is a very small human. Danny is a tiny person. So her hands are, are probably pretty tiny as well. So very it's... fair point. Danny, this is, is like... that a mini Chips Ahoy? What? No, it is a. It is a. It's Japanese. It's a Japanese snack. It's like a rice cake with um, rice frosting on it. So it's like a salty rice cake with frosting on it. Oh, it's it. a Pop-Tart. No. This sounds horrible. <laughs> it's really good. It's like a mix between sweet and salty. I have no idea it's what they're called. It's a shitty Pop-Tart. Oh, my God. It's just a shitty Pop-Tart. It, it, yeah, if you put salt on a Pop-Tart, that's exactly what it sounds like you would have. Well, there's frosting, but there's no cream filling, so it's a shitty Pop-Tart. There's like this much frosting. Oh, God. It's like somebody spit frosting on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we? Uh... <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. I was so serious yeah. when I said that. I, I thought that was a perfect, like you know, us. It was just very like monotone. Oh my goodness! Okay, oh, I hit hard. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's do some pitches. All right, I guess I will go first. So, you guys know me and nuns. Uh, we just go together like peas in a pod. Um. I have done many pitches about nuns here on this podcast in the past, and they have all been turned down. So here we go for another one. I went to Catholic school, and there was this one nun who was the principal, her, she who shall not be named, and nobody really liked her very much. And there was a rumor going around the school that she could get away with anything because she didn't have fingerprints so she could never get caught. Truth was, she was on some like blood thinning medication, which screws up your fingerprints. But that is basically my pitch today is a uh, horror movie murder mystery in a Catholic school. Uh, and the main suspect is a nun who doesn't have fingerprints. But did she do it? I don't know. Hmm. You know, I thought you were going to go one way with that pitch, and I was really excited, and then you went another way, and I was like, mm, poop. So. <laughs> Wait. Okay, you got to tell me the other way. I thought it was going to be like a spy thing, where like this nun's been undercover and doesn't have fingerprints, and so like she's been on the run, and then people find her at this Catholic school. That's a much better pitch than what I just put out there. Um <laughs> That's so much better. Uh, none in the witness protection program. Yeah, yeah. I thought um, that would be funny. Okay, my pitch is switched. <laughs> it's now a comedy. I hate you. None in the witness protection program. No, I hate I'm in. you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mine is. I don't like it. Yeah, you you might not. Justin, you are a. You've talked about it a few times on the podcast. You are a godparent. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You seem very excited about that. Now, 
Imagine, if you will, that you were godparent to not one couple's child, not two couples' childs, but three different couples' children. And let's say... Huh? I thought you were going to say 16. Well, no, just three. We'll leave it at three. (laughs) But let's say these friends decide to have a weekend away together and earthquake, tsunami, airplane crash, something. And now Justin, the godfather to all these kids, has to take care of all of these kids forever. So it's like your classic, like, person adopting kids or whatever. Yeah, all the people just (laughs) die. That's sounds, like, it sounded like a comedy until you were like, well, they're fucking dead. No, no, no. It's still a comedy. It's like a cute little family comedy, but like everybody died. <laughs> Real fucking cute. You guys remember like Finding Nemo and the mom and how sad everybody was? Like imagine that times 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Justin, literally Justin. I mean, we can we can name him Eugene if you want. He can have a lid haircut or something a toilet bowl lid haircut um so justin has to take care of these three kids but like they're all different ages and they're all different like backgrounds like you're friends with all these people but maybe they weren't friends with each other so one of them's used to like a upper middle class and another one's used to slumming it and stuff like that so it's like how do those dynamics work also how do these kids dynamics work with you justin there is a, there technically is a movie that does this with, but it's just two kids from the same parents. Yeah, see, and that's a best boring. Friend. And it's it's a drama, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's boring. I want different kids, so you have, like, racial differences, and you have wealth inequality, and then, like, so all these kids are fighting amongst themselves, and you're like, listen up, kids. And, and you're still like, because you... To my knowledge, you may I might be wrong, but like to my knowledge, you don't really want kids. So what happens if you're stuck with three that are all different age groups? It's incorrect. I would love to have kids, but I'm too busy. Well, okay, imagine you, but you don't want kids. I would have to change my life. You would, and I would love to make a movie out of that. This is so wholesome. <laughs> to support those kids, I'd have to change my lifestyle. There you I go. I'd have to change my life. That was very Southern of you for a hot second. Sometimes I'm hot for a second. We could also just interview Justin to get what he would do with these kids, and that could be like the plot of the movie. Twist, he murders them. And is a nun with no God fingerprints. God dang it. I knew you were about to say that. All right, Justin. Procession with a nun. Justin. Uh, uh, yeah, so mine is, I think it'd be fun, but mine is basically, let's say Brian, since we're using our names here, is a social media star in California, and I'm his best friend who's like not really in that stuff, but he convinces me to come down and move in with him to kind of be a part of this wave that he's a part of. And when I move in, I start to realize Brian is a part of a new type of Scientology religion where like shit is super fucking culty and weird, but it's helping him get famous because like that's the networking and they make him do all those things and they're trying to convince me to join this cult and I'm seeing all this weird shit. So you get to take this outsiders uh, adventure into this weird loop and find out like why someone why would do it and like all the weird crap and like seeing all the good and bad things about it and i think you could either go comedy with it or drama but probably lean to a more towards drama it's relevant okay. it's topical people will watch it tv show or movie 
I think you could go limited series or movie. I mean, you could go TV show, but I think it'd probably be better limited series. Okay. All right. Um, All right. Reverse order. uh, I'm going to choose Brian's because Danny's, I can't tell which way it's supposed to go. I mean, I would choose choose Danny's as a comedy, but like the way she pitched it, I wasn't like... Super Wait, pumped. which which version of mine? The one that I pitched or the better version? <laughs> I, w- I mean, I would have gone with the better version. Okay, cool. But I'm going to go with Brian's because it sounds funny. Okay. Uh, Denny? I said reverse order, did. Brian. Oh, did I go second? Oh, well, yeah, I choose yeah, I Justin's. Uh, I like Justin's. I you guys are so much more into cult stuff than I am, so I'm I would probably take a back burner. But I'm really, 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 really intrigued by the concept. Ooh, Danny's gonna choose her own. What a ledge! Oh, maybe I should, and then we just roll for it. Um, I'm really torn because I like both of these ideas. <sighs> Do you like your own? <laughs> I mean, I I like the better version. Um, Brian saved it. But realistically, do you like the better version of yours better than both of ours? No. Okay. Because it's basically sister act. I know, but I was just curious <laughs> if you like really did like it or you were just like, I don't want to choose my own. So I was just curious. Oh, well, yeah. No. I mean, I don't think any of them are like, oh my God, I need to call the Nichols Fellowship right now because we have an Oscar award-winning screenplay. Oh my God, um, oh my God, you guys. That was like <laughs> a really wordy joke. Well, I'm going to go with Brian's. I'll go with Brian's. Okay. Ugh. You don't sound super happy about that. Well, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like... I don't think we've done either one of these. Yeah, we haven't. I'm and I'm like, do I want to go into like big culty energy stuff today? <laughs> I feel like I combined two of mine is like a combination of two things we've done before, though. Yeah, yeah. We did a sm- social media like su- fake suicide thing. Yeah, and we done a cult thing. So well, I was like, also I, basically sort of what I pitched, which is Teal Swan. Uh, it, it was like the Teal Swan pitch mixed with um, cocaine. No, it was basically the Teal Swan pitch, mixed with, like, our MLM pitch. No, I mixed cocaine in there. And some cocaine. All right, Brian, let's do it. Awesome. Uh, Definitely movie. Yeah, definitely movie. Definitely. Comedy. I'm just going to, yeah, definitely comedy. Definitely, I'm just going to cast Justin. So, Justin, it does kind of change my perspective a bit, because you said you want kids, which, awesome, good for you. I said I would like to have kids if You're my situation busy. allowed it. Yeah. Correct. Totally, totally understandable. The plan was always to be single and adopt a child. Okay. The, the issue was when I got to my 30s, I realized I have no free time. You could still do that in like 10 years. It's very possible, yes. In 10 years, I'll probably look at the situation differently. Yeah. Um. So you're wanting the character to not want kids and have to do it. I think it would be funny if, like, I mean, I don't know. Is it is it too cliched for them to not want kids? Well, I think uh, you could play it both ways, right? You could have, like, scenes where it's like, oh, God, I always want kids. I just I just haven't been able to find somebody. Yeah. And then when he gets them, and then you watch that person just struggle with the fact that, like, you want this motherfucker. Yeah. Or you go the opposite, and it's like, ah, never want kids. But he's the fucking godfather, so it's like a weird 
comment to make offhand, I feel like, a little bit. So, well, okay, so I know I know some people who are like godfathers who Oh yeah, you do. You know one person. Don't actually want kids or like care about kids and like that's why they're the godfather is cuz they never actually think, "Oh, this will be my responsibility." Yeah. I mean, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Plus you can lean into it reminds me of daddy daycare for some reason, but you can lean into the comedy of like he doesn't want kids. All of this, all the shenanigans happen that remind him that he doesn't want kids, and then he's really stressed. But then, of course, the kid brings the kids bring like joy into his life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, or not. Ooh, or just suffers till the end. Just or just suffering. <laughs> At the end, he's still just like suffering. He still hates these effing kids. Yeah. At the oh, end, God. he's like, there's like shit and pee all over the walls, and he's like, Yeah, no, that's my life. And that's, I guess, what we could play or, like, kind of talk about a little bit is, like, what, obviously we're going comedy, but what kind of comedy are we going with? Are we going more slapstick, where the kids are, like, playing pranks on him and he hates it? Are we going more family comedy, like Daddy Daycare, Cheaper by the Dozen, stuff like that? Um, I think probably that. Yeah, I like family comedy. Okay. Uh, is he going to have, like, your classic love interest that, like, changes his life? Just like my love life, silent. <laughs> well, Justin, let me ask you this. Does he want to be single, or does he want... Is he lovelorn as well? What was the last thing you just said? Lovelorn? Like, is he, like, le- yearning for a lover? I don't think he's yearning for a lover. I don't think he is necessarily wants to be singly just like is what it is and i guess okay so i guess that's probably where we should start who is this guy like is he ryan gosling is he john ritter like who we who we talking about here like is he like a womanizer is he kind of like a goof like what do we because immediately two types of people can he be in the middle of that see immediately i thought either ryan reynolds or john ritter and it was like those are the two I can't kind picture of, what John Ritter looks like, but I don't think he's Ryan Reynolds. Well, no, d- that's what I mean. So, like, Ryan Reynolds is, like, good-looking, kind of raunchy, like, yeah, no, you know, so. sleeping with women, stuff like that. John Ritter, a little bit older, like, kind of already dad-ready, but maybe just kind of had bad luck with women or job, career got in the way, stuff like that. I feel like Ryan Reynolds, you got to make that character almost kind of douchey in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like wonder if... Done. I was thinking more John Krasinski, but I mean, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, charming, not, like, over-the-top, like... Like, like he looks more normal, I would say. Okay. See, I was thinking... I was thinking a little bit more of a recluse. Recluse or recluse? Yes. Are those not the same word? Depends if you're from the south or the north. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> he's more of a recluse, and he is, like... Part of the reason why he doesn't have kids maybe is because he feels like he's a kid himself. Like he's not exactly super successful. It's like he's kind of down on his luck. Nothing ever has. Think maybe more um, Gerard Butler type. Smoking hot. Gerard Butler in like Ugly Truth where he's like a little bit heavier. <laughs> is he still smoking hot in that one? Yeah. Okay. Still. Still. <laughs> okay. Butler, that was what a the bad... fuck? That was a bad comp. I'm sorry. I just fam. picked that dude. I'm like, sorry. Is he like supposed to be like super hot? Anyway, I'm thinking somebody that's like 
Zach Efron, you want to go there next? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Why don't you go through the top 100 hot up. dudes real quick? <laughs> but what I was trying to say was like, <laughs> you could make a commentary about like adulting nowadays and he could be like in his mid 30s, but not really feel like he's in his mid 30s because he hasn't made a lot of career progress, but he has these friends who have and then like when they all die like he has to take these kids and he's like a kid himself brian what yeah. about brian you remember parks and recs yeah what was the guy's name was on like season one maybe two who like left mark brandanowitz um paul uh schneider yeah i like was that thinking, yeah he, like, like that he's like, he's like a normal guy but like kind of funny yeah, like topher grace um topher grace you know, you know who actually like really comes to mind for me. Um, so speaking of Topher Grace, uh, oh the only reason I said Topher Grace is because I can't think of this guy's name. They're in a show, Home Economics, um, which is pretty decent. Jimmy Tatro is that the guy from uh, that bar movie or TV show, Fill It Up? Always no, Philadelphia? I don't think he's from Always Sunny. So he was in like American Vandal. Uh, he played Dylan, like the kid that got yeah, accused of. Okay. Yeah, like D- Jimmy Tatro to me is like I could see him starring in this right He's now. He's a little bit. Maybe, maybe I'm just judging based on his character from American Vandal. A little bit too meatheaded for me. Like, I think you're judging a little bit from his his character, his character in American Vandal. Because like I would have him be like a little bit more shy and like struggling with adulting ah so yeah maybe maybe like the the more topher grace type then um but yeah okay so somebody like that more down on his luck i like that so my question is obviously we're gonna have to movie some of this right like a god parent wouldn't just get all the kids versus like other parents or maybe they're all in really bad situations and we can movie around that you know to make it happen but what, what if you did this like he has the kids he's babysitting him, the parents fly off and it's like two weeks later and it's just like all the shit that's happening and like basically like in that like little section they tell you basically the parents have passed away like you learn that like while he's like still taking care of the kids yeah i mean that's kind of so uh, yeah i mean we would have to figure out a way for parents and stuff like that to not be involved to where like he gets the kids but I do maybe like that moment where he's watching the kids and he's like, yeah, I can handle it for a week or so. And then a week later, he like gets a call that they died on the way back or something, you know, so it's not like day one or whatever. I'm trying to figure out a comedic way that we can have him st- like stuck with the kids for longer without them dying. Oh, come on. That is awesome. Can the parents just be trapped? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like due to, you know, they all go on a on a vacation overseas or whatever and, and they quarantine. can't hell by pirates in somalia okay well, i was just gonna the... say that they have like an issue with their passports or like the country that they're visiting has a civil war and now they're stuck in the middle of like a tunisian civil war and they can't leave look you have pirates or you have they're dead which one do you want <laughs> okay they're drug smugglers and they get caught Ooh, they all yeah. get arrested that's, That's kind I, of. Funny. I don't know if it's definitely becomes less family, a family movie. 
No, okay, so I like the idea, okay, maybe they don't die, maybe they get stuck in, like, a civil war or something. I mean, that might be a little too, like, on the nose and tough to happen right now, but, like... <laughs> or they get caught yeah. in, like, I don't know, a there's hurricane, a natu- yeah, there's natural, some kind of natural disaster. disaster that that doesn't allow them to leave. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Okay, so they get stuck, and this... But then, like... So what's our meat then? Just the kids fucking with this guy? <laughs> well, I think I think next step is to defining what ages the kids are. Yeah, so I had a wide range. I wanted to I was thinking How like many kids are there? 3. So okay. I was thinking like 14 like 13-year-old girl for sure. They have no filter. Thir- yeah, 13 or 14-year-old girl, then like a 8 or 9-year-old and then like a 2-year-old. Yeah, we definitely oh, have yeah, to have like sure. a baby. You got to have a baby. And I don't want it like some shit talking smart ass like baby. I just want like a ba- I like want what you imagine the terrible twos. I want that kid just like on crack cocaine running around just like shitting everywhere and throwing food again. It's basically like a little monkey. That's what I imagine this kid like. I don't want it like sassy with her hand on her hips like back talking him. I want the kid to be a nightmare. Okay. For sure. So we have our three kids. Baby's day out. Let's go. Um, I mean, I can already tell like what the climax is, is that he has a heart to heart with the teenage girl, right? Yep. After okay. having, after being really upset that he doesn't know how to deal with the two year old, you know, Okay. um, and the eight year old yeah, is mad through at it, him. I, with, with the parents not dying, I imagine the big end was like people trying to take the custody away, but he learns that he loves the kids and wants to raise them or some so I crap think- like that. So, like, what could we do now that they're not dying? So, here would be my pitch for that. My pitch would be he is a... He's a fuck-up. He's, like, a man-child. Like, he... You know, his apartment is a mess. He plays a lot of video games. Like, he doesn't have... um, And the reason why he's godchild to all these things is because they're his friends. And so, his friends all go on vacation. Friends from high school and college. Yeah, or or whatever. Um, And they leave him with the kids. And he's always thought, you know, maybe he wants kids, but he's not ready because he's a kid himself, even though he's 35. Like, he (sighs) blah, blah, blah. And then by the end is when he realizes, like, oh, like, I can do this. Okay. So I think another fun thing to play with would be that the reason, like... I also imagine him house-sitting for, like, the well-to-do couple and the other kids, like, stay there as well. It might be funnier to have them at his place. I kind of want him to be, like, like, he does well with his job, so, like, he has a decent, nice house, and they're, like, they can just fuck that up. Yeah, well, I mean, I also think that his you know house... I mean? Like, he's used to a single house where he doesn't, like, there's not baby-proof. Yeah. It's not like he's, like, a fuck-up and he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, he has a decent job. He does, he did works... So he has stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, he's like, he has stuff, but he's the kind of guy that has, that like might not have a bed frame. Yeah. So I imagine, okay, now that we're talking, I imagine him as Justin, the type of guy. Justin, don't give me that look. There are so How many men who don't have bed frames. <laughs> yeah. What the no, fuck? <laughs> I imagine he's he's the type of person that doesn't have a bed frame, but he has like Barney Stinson, like a live, a full size stormtrooper. Oh my god! He's sure. just like a kid at heart, you know. Yeah. He's got Please. like he's got Please like an humans. eighty inch nicest TV, but yeah. that's what he blew ten grand on 
not like furniture, you know? Yeah. Like and, he like, has the, the kids sleeping on bare. an air mattress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kids are sleeping on an air mattress and stuff. And then like one of the things can be that he finally, like he realizes they're going to be there. And okay. I think if we played with like, I still want to think of something a little bit more long-term because I think it needs to be longer than like a week or two. I'm thinking somewhere around two to three months would be. Yeah. I was thinking like a month or two. Okay. I'd want to figure out how to play with that. But long story short, like a big thing could be they're sleeping on an air mattress and then he takes them to buy like a bed or something like that. Also, you know, like, for well, I need sure, a guest bedroom. you know, for sure that the 13 year old girl is going to get her period. There Ooh, we go. We got one. a plot point I think, there. I figured, I figured you were talking about that earlier, by the way, when he had the heart to heart, I was like, Oh it no, it wasn't going to be about the period. <laughs> um, so listen, I don't know what the fuck you're going through, but <laughs> I'm here for you. So what's his job? I, I mean, honestly, I was going to say architect, but now that he doesn't have a fucking bed frame, fuck. Okay, know, he could be it. Well, no, architect is going to be too artsy. He's going to be too based on design. Yeah, he's going to be too just like a software about. engineer. I thought, well, I thought architect because I thought he would have nice shit and they could break it. Yeah, but see, I want, I, I'm with Danny. I think he should have nice shit, but like not what we would consider nice shit. It's nice right? shit, like, but it's not value. an adult investment. Yeah, he puts value into like dumb things. Like he spends a hundred dollars a week on Fortnite skins, you know, but he can't invest in a dinnerware, you know. I would okay. I would also. This character is not does not have my fucking name. <laughs> yeah. it's nothing like me. I mean, can we name this character fucking Brian. I would also oh say, God. what if he has like? There could be the running joke that like. He has this turtle, and the turtle's like older than he is, or just as old as he is. This turtle's like thirty-two years old, and his Shelly, okay, keep going. His friends are always. He's like, no, like I can't have, I can't have a kid, and they're like, but you've had this turtle for like thirty years, like you already. And he's like, yeah, but it's it's a tur- like I don't do anything with it. Oh, and then the yeah. turtle can get loose. They Turns have to find been, the turtle. The turtle's been dying every the two, two years. Year old. It's a new one. <laughs> Just replaces the turtle every two fucking years. Oh the, 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 the two-year-old puts like paint or something on the turtle shell. Yeah. Oh, that's so bad for the turtle. Obviously. Well, look, we would get with ASPCA. Like, no animals would be harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> okay? Jesus. Okay. So we have the turtle. We have the period. Um, yeah, I definitely think like... He we probably have a moment with a kid, like knowing like what to feed a two year old. Like, oh, yeah, you know, like things like that. Like, you can't just feed them fucking whatever you want. Okay, so what is the climax then? The climax is going to either be one of them runs away or one of them deals with an emotional situation where the parents be gone. Uh, the baby could be lost. The eight year old runs away. I would say the teenage girl runs away, but yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So this is like the end of summer or whatever, and the teenage girl's about to start her first year of high school. Oh, God. And she runs away because her parents aren't there, and she's really scared about going through it, and this guy has been kind of an asshole to her. And so they have the heart-to-heart, and he ends up, like, dropping her off for her first day of school, and then her parents arrive. Like, all the families come back that day, and they are the ones that pick her up from school, and that's how she sees them. But then it's her story. 
Like then. What do you mean? Like no, because all the kids will have weird resolutions like that, except for the two year old. That kid's shit. The parents get back and like, man, that was the best two months I've ever had. <laughs> Can oh you keep it God. longer? It doesn't even have a name anymore. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. Oh my God. But like, okay, I, I get that that's their journey, but like, what's his journey? I also wonder, so I wonder if we put him like in an apartment building. His journey is learning how to communicate with the opposite sex. What? And she is going to teach him how to do that. The 13 year old? Yeah, because he's he's fucking terrible at communicating with other no, humans. No, no. His journey is that he's going to become an adult. That is become an adult. Learn how to talk to people. Yeah, true. Okay, fair. But what so I was going to say was- he treats her like was, shit, but he learns like, oh, like you have feelings. Like, oh, this is how I should talk to people. I should what, treat okay, like shit. Okay, what if he's in an apartment building- I'm out. And there's like an older woman or whatever across the hall or older man across the hall or whatever, and he ends up getting help to be like- and it turns out that that's where the kid ran away to. Is he gay? It could be, Justin. Oh, my God. I've heard this story from Danny before. The gay mentor. I know this no, story. No, 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 no. So here's what I think. Here's like the what 17th I think. time she's pitched this. He goes and finds a teenage girl, and she basically, like, he realizes he needs to step the fuck up. Be like a parent. You know, be an adult. And so he's like, let's go home. He, like the eight-year-old kid and the two-year-old, like they find the girl or whatever all together. He does it with the eight-year-old's help. And then he's like, let's, they, him and the 13-year-old girl have a heart-to-heart. They go home and then he does like all the shopping. He gets furniture and stuff like that. And like he sets his apartment up to be, or house or whatever, to be a house. And then, so like his journey is like, he's, he's literally growing into adulthood. Yeah. 10 years later. You know, yeah. so his journey is buying all the stuff with the kids that like move him into adulthood and like people can be like, oh, your family's so cute and stuff like that. But I also think so. I also think that he should become an adult, but still have his own flair. Like, like the couch that he gets isn't going to be like the most mature couch. Like he's still a kid at heart. It's just that he has to learn to like take that, but still be an adult. Yeah, Tom Hanks and Big. We get it. There we go. Yes, Justin. Ah, <laughs> uh, can we do like the Dorothy thing, where like each child teaches him something? Like he's missing his heart. He's missing his courage. Like the girl. Teaches- sure, except for the two-year-old. That kid's not teaching anything. Patience, teaching him patience. Ooh. So I think the teenage girl teaches him how to communicate. Because I think with that age group, do you have to learn how to communicate really well? The eight-year-old teaches him how to mentor, how to like. Or like not to give up. I think the eight year old teaches out a mentor. Like there, it's it's a younger boy, probably like somewhat like sports things like that. Where like something he tries to connect with and try to like teach him how to do something. Oh yeah, like play ball or something. Yeah, and right. I think well, that's t- why I was saying like. And the two year old uh, teaches him how to care and love because like you, like when things happen that are bad, like you still have to learn how to like okay, I still love you. Like I have to learn how to care and love you even when things are messed up. Patience. Patience. Also, so a, also a virtue. That's basically what he's learning with the two-year-old. And with the eight-year-old, like, if, you know, like, let's say the kid is really bad at sports. And mm-hmm. so he's, like, trying to teach the kid sports, but the kid is like, no, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have given up on my ex-girlfriend or whatever. Whoa, whoa, And if he's, whoa. like, a... So- well, no, 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 no. Danny, I was thinking, like, if he's, like, a... I liked... 
Justin more of the mentor. hates this so much, and his name I don't is like Eugene. the idea of any love interest. I, I don't it like was the idea. just an idea. It's no, a so terrible I would say, idea, bro. I would terrible. say if he's like a software engineer, the kid like needs to learn how, how to, to code. hit a well, no, hit a baseball. Oh. And so he's got like a 3D VR setup. <laughs> and so he literally creates a program, like a baseball bat program to help teach the kid. And so he does it in his way. Oh, oh, but then, then he oh, has to then. learn that like life, like real life is different. Cause like then the kid is going to, that's, that's part of the, um, that's part of the lowest point of the movie is the kid is going to go out and play baseball for the first time, but he's actually really bad at it because he's never hit a real baseball with the real baseball bat. And this adult needs to learn, like our guy needs to learn, like it's not all how it is in the movies. Like it, you can't practice. You can't this necessarily character's practice name is definitely for life. not Justin. Eugene. Justin Eugene, Eugene. You can't practice for life. Like you have to do it. I would never you fucking do that with a child. You can't avoid life. You I have to do it. I would never make a it. fucking VR simulation. I was more thinking like we could go against the stereotype and not teach the kid sports, but like teach the kid like art or like fucking coding. Well, yeah, that's what he ends up teaching him anyway. But like it, so the. the but like. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say was the journey would be he teaches the kid how to play baseball with this VR setup. The kid gets really interested in coding, um, but is still trying to be popular with baseball, but has a natural knack for coding. And the guy's like, oh, this is really cool. And so when the kid goes and actually tries to hit the baseball and fails, the kid is like, you didn't teach me anything. And it's like very upset. Um, and he basically learns like you can't. And maybe he's been bad version. He's been practicing his speech to his boss in the mirror about how he wants a promotion. And he's been avoiding it because he doesn't know how to do it. And the kid basically te- like gets mad at him. And in that, he learns that there are some things that you're only going to get better at if you go and you do it. Um, and so he has to go talk to his boss. And then the kid, you know, in the wrap up, the kid is coding a game and all of this stuff. And that's been Life Lessons with Miss Hanks. I'm into it. I'm into it. It's. Yeah, I'm good with that. Cool. Let's move on. I think that's pretty much it. Perfect. You think we have it? The climax is he drops them all off on the first day at school, except for the two-year-old. And then he goes and picks up the parents and then brings them back to the kids. No, I feel like maybe he goes to pick the kids up. Because like maybe you could have a bittersweet ending where he goes to pick the kids up um, at the end of school, but they're not there. And it's because the parents already picked them up and he's bought like all that. of this stuff. Um, and so it's kind of bittersweet. And then when, he comes, like home, when he comes home, they're like at home waiting on him with a, like a special party. Yeah, we could do that. That's, it, is a, it is a family movie, guys. Let's calm I know. Down I would say they leave enemies. him like a card or what something. And it's like signed love of all the kids or whatever. Yeah, something like That's that. A great family movie. Jesus Christ. Look, I don't want it to be too cliche. It's a, it's for families. Yeah. All right, fine. They're they're there waiting. They're, they're there. there waiting. Yeah, they're at his apartment waiting. And yeah, because he goes to pick them up after a long day of work. And he's like really excited to see them. And they're all gone. And he has his moment of, oh, I'm so sad because now I'm alone. And he's going to go back to his apartment. And he opens the door and surprise. And it's all of them. They've all made arts and crafts from the day at school. And they brought them to him. And the 13-year-old wants to tell him 
all about her first day in high school and the eight-year-old yeah. is like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe this game that I've been making. And the two-year-old like smiles. It'll be on Disney Plus Premium in three months. There we go. Yeah, no, I like that. Let's print it, cut it, ship it. Boom. We're back, everybody. All right. Well, Danny, why don't you go off and do the log line? Justin and I will sit here and chat about, oh, who knows what. And uh, we'll see you in a bit. Manscaping. Uh, I'm out. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Just a quick reminder, as always, that these podcasts are for entertainment purposes only. These ideas are fresh, new, and sometimes submitted by you. Anything said is not meant to infringe on the copyright of any existing work of art, and everything is thought of during this show without any previous influence. If it sounds like something you've already seen or heard, what can I say? That's Hollywood, all out of fresh ideas. Thanks, and enjoy. And welcome back to Can We Save the Cat? Danny has written the log line, so she's going to read that for us, and then we're going to figure out if we want to save the cat or scratch it. All right, Danny, what you got? Not My Kids is a comedy for the whole family. Eugene, a software engineer and kid at heart, is nervous about taking care of his godchildren for the weekend while his adult friends go on vacation overseas. But when the three sets of parents get stuck in a natural disaster, he's stuck with their three kids indefinitely. Awesome. Um, I will get us started. You know, I like it. It's cute. It's a family comedy. Um, it's it's something that I can definitely see, like Justin mentioned, Disney Plus buying and uh, throwing out there for the masses. I don't love it. It's not my favorite project we've done, but as like a PG-13 version of a family, coming of age, comedy, drama, whatever. Uh, I I, I like it. I think it's got potential. Um, Yeah. All right, Danny, what about you? Yeah. um, I mean, I save it. It's definitely not going to be at the top of my list if I go in to pitch stuff. But, you know, depends on really who I'm pitching to. Uh, Seems like it would be a good fit for some companies out there. and. As Justin says, you know, it depends on what's what's sellable. Uh, it wouldn't be a passion project of mine. Yeah. But I'd do it. So, yeah, I save it. Why not? I'd do it. Why not? All right, Justin, round us out. What do you think? Top of my list, favorite project, dream project at this point. I mean, I'd pitch it right away. Number one, superstar. I save it. You know, it's like Justin says, it sells. <laughs> It definitely sells. Is it? Is it because the character's name is Eugene? Absolutely not. You know why? Because <laughs> Nickelodeon will buy it tomorrow. It's orange. Nickelodeon loves orange Ooh. movies, and it's orange. Ooh. It's got cream soda in it for sure. We would have to make. We would have to make a contract stipulation that the lead character is a is a Has ginger and drinks orange soda. They would have to dye their hair. Topher Grace is a ginger. I can I can see it actually. You can't see it. It hasn't been made yet. But um. Yeah, I save it. It's a good, it's a good uh, family-oriented show. Uh, I think it has a sequel in mind, and uh, I think it maybe is a franchise. So I save that, and I take it to the bank. Wow, clean sweep. 
<laughs> hey, our uh, first time back, and it seems like we're already doing pretty well, guys. Crushing it. Hey, speaking of crushing it, what did you watch this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been watching a lot of American Horror Story recently. Of course you have. Um, I watched Asylum and Roanoke. So I really liked uh, Roanoke as a season. That's a that's an American good. Horror Story, Roanoke? Great college. Because nobody wants to go to Virginia or what? Have you not seen that season? It's a really no, good No, I haven't one. watched any season. I don't know if it's called Roanoke or My Roanoke Nightmare, but it's set. Yeah, it's, it's set a good. It's a good season. Yeah, but like, what is, Roanoke, yes. what is there about Roanoke that's scary? It's like a an old house. I don't know. I can't spoil it for you. Brian. I'm not you gonna to go watch, watch it. it. It's a classic one, Brian. It's about an old house. It's about it's about an old house that kills people. Of course, it's haunted. It's like Hill House. It's basically like Hill House, but original Hill House. And it's also the thing that's cool about it is they film it and um, they film it, play it. They film it. No, they they film it and play it as if it's a. This is gonna sound so stupid, but as if it's a TV show. Aww. So they they have the first half of the season is the quote unquote first season of this like kitschy docu-series called My Roanoke Nightmare, where all of these actors are reenacting the crazy stuff that happened in the house. Oh, okay. Um, but it's real. But it's... And then, of course, the last few episodes, the person who made the TV show is trying to get a season two made, so he has everybody go back there as, like, a reality show to be like, oh, the cast and the original people who were in Roanoke, like, back to the house, and then, of course, it kills them all. So, yeah. Okay. Go. Okay. Highly recommend. It's a good one. Okay. Interesting. Justin. Oh, uh, me? Uh, yeah. I recently watched this movie called Ready or Not. What is that? Oh, uh, it's about a girl that marries a guy, and the family famously plays a game the night you get married. Mm. And if you draw a certain card, the family has to murder the bride before sunrise. It's pretty, it's pretty weird. Hmm. I remember when that came out because ev- literally everybody thought that that was Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, she kind of looks, she has a Margot Robbie look for sure, yeah. Samara Weaving? Yeah, I remember that movie now. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was a, I mean, whoever wrote it was like, tried to make some clever twists, but it wasn't like, it wasn't great, Uh, but it was okay. It was all right. Gotcha. It felt like The Purge, but like, goofier. Okay. <laughs> A goofy purge. I mean, it's about like a, a silly little purge. I mean, the card game is like, all right, you drew the card hide and seek. So you're going to hide and we're going to try to find and fucking kill you. A purge is a little more intense than that. Like, Kind of sounds interesting. Something like rich old white people would play. And it, it was rich old white people for sure. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him, coach. Got him. Fuck that virtual baseball. I'm a real deal. Oh, no. Uh, I watched, um, I think you should leave season two. Uh, I think you should leave as a comedy sketch comedy show on Netflix. The first season is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I still quote it to this day. Uh, and the second season had some really good moments, not as solid overall, but, uh, some, some really, really great moments. The safari hat skit is one of the funniest things, uh, to me. So Tim Robinson's hilarious. 
So uh, I would definitely recommend if you're a fan of sketch comedy, go check out. I think you should leave season two. And as we wrap up this episode of Can We Save the Cat, we have Not My Kids, which got three saves from all of us. Then we have Ready or Not. I think you should leave season two and just a bunch of American Horror Story. Specifically the Roanoke. Roanoke, yeah. Season. Roanoke, we love you. Shout out to all of my homies in Roanoke. Roanoke University. I remember you from college. Played you in tennis. All righty, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. It You're welcome. It is a joy being back in your feeds. Did you say uh, feed or feeds? In your lovely ears. I said feeds. Oh, I sound like feet. Like in your in your podcast feeds. I thought we were moving to ears. wiki feeds. So I was like, whoa. Oh, no. Hey, Danny. And, yeah. Uh, what's coming up in a few weeks for our listeners? We will have a little birthday party because it has been one year since uh, we founded Can We Save the Cat? And it's been awesome taking this journey with you guys for this year. We're kind of in between seasons now, and we'll have our birthday party and kick off season two. All of you are welcome. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to bring back some guests from previous episodes. We're also going to be posting on social media a lot leading up to the birthday party. If you have questions, feedback, just hit us up. Um, We're also going to be doing a live stream of the birthday party. So we'd love to have you all stop by. Uh, watch along with us and um, hang out for a bit. So, yeah. And raffling off some cool prizes. Raffling off some really cool prizes. Super excited about that. So thank you all so much. Uh, Really, really love being back. Really love being able to uh, every week go through some ideas with you all. Special thanks to our additional writer this week, Justin Ujane. Uh, appreciate you being on. I'm not sure where you can find them on social media, but I'm willing to bet if you just type in Justin Eugene, you'll have something pop up. If you want to find me, you can find me at official Danny Hanks on Instagram and at Danny underscore Hanks on Twitter. Um, and if you want to find the pod, you can find us at Can We Save Pod. Absolutely. And as always, I am Brian Hayes. You can find me at Redacted and Redacted42 on instagram and twitter respectively and respectfully we are gonna say good night thank you all see you next week deuces